Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new podcast that we have going up. This is your host. I would like to invite everyone to see our podcast live streaming. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that. I am a little under the weather right now, as you might be able to hear, but hopefully <coughs> things will all run more smoothly. Up today, we got a, a lot of things to talk about. Um, we're going to talk about The Hunger Games, which I know a lot of you are probably up on. Maybe you've seen the movie, or maybe you've read the book, or maybe you've done both. But we're going to talk about why I hate it. So... Let's let's just start off with that. Why do I hate the Hunger Games? Okay, first of all, the reason why the Hunger Games is awful, it's probably the worst thing ever. And you know why? Because it is. No, first of all, the thing that bothers me the most is the way the characters' names are. Okay, Katniss. That's like the worst possible name ever. It sounds like Cat Piss. I don't, I don't like to identify cat piss with character that I'm supposed to like. So, no. That is the worst name. Peter. Peter. It sounds like a British person saying the, the name Peter. It's like the author's trying to be, oh, this is, uh, in the future people have different names. Oh, this is cool. This is, it's different now. And no, it's dumb. It's dumb. People are not going to come up with just variations of names and, and then, and then make them into something stupid. They would, they would do that. That's completely dumb. Alright, third of all, it's basically just like watching an episode of The Bachelor, The Jersey Shore. It's all about, oh, I like him. Oh, but I don't like him. Oh, I'm, I like this person. Oh, we're gonna get in a fight now. Oh, it's, it's basically the same thing. It's basically fighting and it's just a reality TV show in a book form. Now, before you get on my case and say, oh, no, it's more than that. It has literary value. It does not. It has no value to it. It's just a puff piece that's semi-entertaining. And I have read the book. And I don't know why I read the whole book. But, you know, I will give it that it's entertaining. But I will say that it is stupid. It is written poorly. It, and then people say, oh, well, it's written from the perspective of the 12-year-old girl. Well, that's fine then, but I'm not going to say that she writes a, well, a good book because she doesn't. She writes poorly, and the way things are described are very lackluster. <clears throat> this is not a good book. It, it's a good book for people who have a short attention span and like to watch reality shows, which is me, but I found it semi-insulting to my intelligence and some of the stuff that they come up with is is so lame and dumb like the names and the reason why they even have the hunger games doesn't even make any sense it's like oh yeah we're gonna have this reality show to to remind you that that you cannot revolt like that's so stupid it's reminding people that they revolted or something that's just bringing it back into their minds and and it just leaves it open to more revolting, which I guess is probably part of the story, you know, now because I, I have read the, the story, so I'm open with, I'm familiar with that. But still, oh, and stupid Katniss, ugh, so dumb. Oh, and different districts, so lame. Just everything about it, it's like, I want to like it, I want to like it, but it's just... It's so lame. Everything about it is like, oh, Peter, 
he's so cool. He's so nice, but I don't like him. And so, so suck it up and just deal with it and marry him, you idiot. Jeez. Like stupid girl crap that I don't want to deal with in real life, a little read about it in a book. That is why the Hunger Games are dumb. And the Hunger Games part is such a stupid name for it. Why would they even call it that? Oh, doesn't make any sense. It seems like the the writer just had this idea and then and then filled it all in with these stupid details. Like when the people turn into dogs at the end and they're on a cornucopia. Okay, when was anyone ever like hanging out on a cornucopia? At, for safety, because I cannot picture that a cornucopia goes gets smaller at the at the bottom and it gets larger, right? So, in in theory, anyone should be able to walk up a cornucopia or climb up it relatively easy. So, in the last scene of the book, that's what they're using for protection, or uh, or pretty much towards the end. And that's so dumb; it doesn't make any sense to me. And just the way the world is explained is done in a way that only benefits the writer. It's like, oh, yeah, and this always happens. Oh, yeah, and now there's going to be a 75th one that commemorates this. Yeah, oh, yeah, that always happens. There's going to be some special uh, episode of of The Hunger Games now. Oh, yeah, now I don't remember those ones, but in the past, it's so dumb. Ugh. Oh, well. If you are a fan of The Hunger Games and you disagree, you can let me know. And um, I'll probably shut your da- down your expectations. Although I do agree that it is entertaining. And I have read the book because it does keep your interest. It is it is very, very basically like for me to watch an episode of Jersey Shore or to watch The Bachelor. And it feels like I feel kind of gross after watching it or reading it, uh, actually. So, for all of you Hunger Game fans, and let alone, like, there was this whole thing about people being upset about the different characters. It's so lame. And, like, how everyone's in love with this girl, how she captured the heart of all the districts. Ugh. It's just laid on so thick. And how she's so perfect. Uh, I can't imagine... I can't imagine someone taking it so seriously. All right. So that's a good a good time spent on why the Hunger Games are awful. I could probably come up with a couple more reasons, but we're going to leave it at that. We're going to take a little break here for some music and um, something fun maybe. All right. So peace till then.
All right, uh, that was something. So hope you enjoyed it. Uh, now we're gonna have a segment called "Kids Say the Darndest Things." Since I'm um, usually working with kids, and then they say darn things to me, and so this is called "Kids Say the Darndest Things." Kids say, kids say, kids say all those magical things that come from the heart. Kids say, kids say, kids say. Kids always say what they wanna. All right, the first part of kids say the darnest thing. There was a little boy about five years old. I was watching the playground. And he comes up to me, uh, stands very close to me, and he says, "I'm a bird." And I was, "Oh, fun! You're a bird." And then he says, "Sometimes birds pee on humans." <laughs> and at that point, I got I knew what he was up to. So. I, I definitely gave him some space and said, no, nope, they don't. They just do it by mistake. They don't try to pee on humans. And, and I sent him over to the bathroom. So that was kind of fun. Um, another segment was uh, there was a little girl, and she was drinking her milk at snack time. And there were two glasses next to her, and she couldn't figure out which was hers. And she was looking at for the longest time, and there was two other little girls at the table with her, and she asked them if they knew which was her glass, and they said, "No, it looks like it looks like you drank out of both of them. It's hard to tell." And so they just keep looking at it, looking at it, and then she finally says, "I know, I figured it out. Do you guys believe in fairies?" And so that was her explanation. The fairy came and drank it. And that was why she was confused. And for the third part of Kids Say, the darndest things, uh, was a, this funny little boy. He comes up to me, and he was complaining about um, a teacher and saying that she was mean and, and yelling um, all the time. And so uh, asking, I was asking, oh, what's this teacher like? Like, what do they look like? Or and what do they teach? And he said, well, she has dark skin, but she's not an Indian. <laughs> so that was, he thought I would think she was an Indian. That was going to be my my first um, guess, but I didn't think that. So I thought that was kind of funny, too. She's not an Indian. Um, I don't know why he was thinking that he's not Indian. So it could be a semi-racist little boy. I don't know. But um, he w that was a darn thing he just said. All right, that's the end of the segment. I hope you enjoyed it. On to the next thing. Good news, Team Talk fans. I We have a new way to contact Team Talk Podcast. It is on Twitter at Team Talk Podcast. Or at Team Talk Podcast. And... You can message me about um, things you'd like to see on the show, questions, comments, uh, complaining about why The Hunger Games is so great, and um, why it's it's just like Survivor or something like that. I don't know. So, um, yes, so at Teen Talk Podcast, that is a new thing that we have up, so you can follow us on Twitter at Teen Talk Podcast. Yes, yeah, you would enjoy that, I bet. Okay, so I just remembered other things I hate about Hunger Games. Okay, the names Haymitch ugh, and Cinna. What is that? That is not even a name. Those are like 
hey, hey, Mitch, how's it going? That's what you'd say to someone. You'd say, hey. And and then, Cinna, are you going to Cinnabon? Are you named Cinnamon? It's just dumb. It's not how people's names are. And, and they come up with these lame names for all these things. It's just so unimaginative and 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 not interesting. It just sounds not interesting and and it bothers me. Okay. So another p- thing that's been bothering me is have you been watching TV and they actually show the person throwing up? Why do they actually have to th- show the person throwing up? They actually have to show the stuff coming out of his mouth? I don't think so. Like, you get the idea of what they're doing. They don't have to show it. It completely grosses me out. It makes me want to throw up. It's just not appetizing. It's not funny. It doesn't appeal to anyone. We already get the idea that you're going to be throwing up just by making a sound and covering your mouth or anything else. They don't have to show it. And think of all the time they have to spend, like, doing different takes uh, getting the, the fake throw up stuff to make it look like throw up. I mean, that's just wasted time and energy and money. It's just gross. And nobody enjoys it. I can't think of anyone that I would know that would say, oh, no, I, I need to see the throw up there. Oh, that was a funny show or that was a good show, but it wasn't realistic enough because they didn't show that person actually throwing up. They didn't show the puke coming out of their mouth. No, no one's going to say that. So it's just ridiculous about the time they spend working on that and how gross it is. No one wants to see that. So why do they do it? If you work on a television show or you're a writer for a television show or you're doing something with any show or movie, I'm talking to you now. Please stop it. Please do not show the throw up anymore because it ruins my night. And I'm usually eating a snack when I'm watching the show sometimes and then it just ruins it. Alright, so we've covered a lot of things that I don't like in this podcast. So I want to cover something I do like and bring it back to a little bit more positive note. And that's uh, with a movie review with, about the secret world of Arietti, which is a very good movie that I certainly enjoyed. It's coming from Disney and Studio Ghibli. I believe that's how you say it. Um, from the creators of uh, Spirited Away, uh, Totoro, My Neighbor Totoro, um, a bunch of other ones that I have been fans of. I would say that this is probably one of their best movies. It's based on the book The Borrowers, and it's probably a million times better than that bad 90s movie that they made about the movie The Borrowers, which I never saw because it just looked so awful and dirty. Um, so this one is, is focused on the girl, uh, she is a borrower. She's a little person who lives in a house and um, befriends a sickly boy who is a real live person or, you know, a normal sized person who comes to stay in the house. And it's a very peaceful, um, very tranquil movie, but it's very sweet and 
it's also the way the animation is done is so nice. It, it makes you feel like you're actually in this this little cottage out in the in the in the, their garden and and in the woods. So it's very nice. It's it has a, a good storyline, more so than some of the other uh, Studio Ghibli uh, movies that seem to go on a little too long sometimes or um, have not as much direction, but since this is based off of a book, I thought that it, it did have a nice uh, flow to it. Although it does take a little bit longer to get started at the beginning than I would have liked, I still um, enjoyed it for what it was. I would have liked to have um, kind of more stuff, more closure happen at the end, but I still enjoyed it. And it was a very nice movie. I went and saw it in the theater, and I had no regrets about spending the money to go see it. So I would definitely recommend it. I'll, though I bet it's probably not in the theaters by now. Um, you might be able to find it on a on a smaller screen, or um, probably going to be coming to DVD pretty soon. So I would definitely recommend you going to see The Secret World of Arietti. And even though the title is probably the worst thing it's got going for it uh, and, and again with the name Arietta I've never heard that name before so I don't know where they got that but um, I, I checked in, in the Japanese version too that they, they use the same name Arietti so it's interesting the Japanese people also um, enjoy that name I guess I don't know maybe it's a Japanese name although it doesn't sound like one at all so that's my review for The Secret World of Arietti. It's very nice, and I would definitely recommend going to see it. All right, the next part. All right, here at the Teen Talk Podcast, we are not strangers to food and food products. I have uh, recently started baking a little bit. And I would like to share the tip to my fellow podcast listeners. So, um, recently we've been having a lot of old bananas stacking up here at the house. And what do you do with your old bananas? That's probably what a lot of people, you know, you're tearing out your hair. It's a black and white photograph. And then the big X goes over it. Like a, in, in the commercial, and then there's old bananas, and and then the person's holding their nose and dropping them into the trash can. Oh no, not again! Wasted food and money. So you don't want that to happen to you, right? So introducing banana bread. Yes, that's right, folks. Banana bread that can save your old bananas, and it tastes wonderful. So the recipe that I'm going to share with you can be found at thefoodnetwork.com. And their um, banana bread recipe is, I've made it about two or three times now, and it's very good, and it's very easy. You only need a few ingredients, and it's f pretty fast. It does take about um, an hour to bake, but I, I usually take it out around 50 minutes, and... Um, and you don't need to go through all the steps that they say um, of like separating all the the moisture and the and all the dry stuff. Who needs all that? Like, come on, guys, really. But um, I guess if you wanted to be really crazy about that, you could follow that as well. But I haven't, and it turned out well. So just a tip: 
to you guys who might be interested in making some banana bread that's very good, um, which I like to eat for breakfast. So um, there you go. You can use your old bananas if you if you have them and make banana bread. Oh, looks like we have some late breaking news on our new segment called Donald Spears Watch. Yes, Donald Spears. Uh, Bulani or Britney Spears's cousin. That's right. Britney Spears' cousin, the only one and only the one and only Donald Spears. But we have an update from him on the Facebook. It says Portland March twenty twelve and there are nine new photographs. One of them looks like a store. One of them looks like trees. One of them looks like a waterfall and more trees and a lake. And it's very pretty. And a stream and a um, bigger stream and a river, probably. And um, who knows what this means? I guess Donald Spears has been in this location in Portland, Oregon, in March of 2012. So... That is the update for today. If you are in Portland or were there on March 2012 and you have cited Donald Spears, you can give us a tweet at Teen Talk, po- Teen Talk Podcast. Teen Talk po- Teen Talk. Teen Talk. Teen Talk Podcast uh, on, on Twitter. And uh, give us your own Donald Spears sightings. And uh, let us update on the news. So I hope you enjoyed that other one. Well, wait, wait, wait. Here's another one. Seattle, March 2012. But this was uploaded about a month ago, it says. So Donald was in Seattle and Portland in the in the year of 2012 in the month of March. So now we know a little bit more about this mysterious person named Donald Spears. And we keep you up to date on all the stuff Donald Spears and what's going on with his life through his Facebook updates. So just remember to keep it tuned right here to the Team Talk Podcast with your hope, Nick and Jousty. Thank you very much. We are just about out of time, so I'm going to be closing out this show. So I hope you enjoyed it. We're going to close it out with a nice little thing. A summer is coming up. We are going to be enjoying that. It's already... Uh, it's almost tax season is almost over, so I hope you've you've got your taxes in, and um, or are almost getting them in. I know I have almost got mine in, and um, you can enjoy your nice a nice spring day, and um, summer is almost on its way. So, with that said, let's close out the show and say goodbye to everyone, and until next time, bye bye. I ran a bit and then I walked some. On that walk, did you stop at TCBY? Yes. Well, I also love the country's best yogurt, but I don't expect you to pay me to go on the elliptical to work it off. Of the country's best yogurt. Of the country's best yogurt. Of the country's best yogurt at TCBY. Of the country's best yogurt. Of the country's best yogurt. Of the country's best yogurt at TCBY. Of the country's best yogurt. Of the country's best yogurt at TCBY. 